The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Buckets. That's the name of my boat. Buckets. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Everybody who watches his show on a regular basis knows my love of the stretch four. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to Tallahassee. Let's see if y'all don't know. Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pin and roll, Melissa with the get of the go. This shallow, pretty girl dunking in the hole. Check the scoreboard, this what we fall for. Peep the gameplay, you want an encore. Yeah, over time for another round. It's buckets out the buckets, baby. You out of time. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. Woo! We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. 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 I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Buckets. I'm Matt, he's Vish, she's Melissa. If you're wondering why I'm doing this from my phone and I'm bedside, your boy had a little bit of an injury playing ball today. The Canes aren't the only ones injured. I mean, we're just down bad as a, as a community right now. <laughs> that may I, or may not have broken his ankle. <laughs> I literally broke my ankle. So, so just to, to recap the last several weeks, I got COVID. Then infected Melissa, who got COVID because of me. Then Matt broke his ankle. And in that entire time, we have not won a basketball game. (laughs) Men's or women's. The women did get a win in that in that time frame. The men men have not. It's been so long. I didn't you know the worst part too? I didn't even play a full game. It happened in the first game that we were playing. Did you make a (sighs) shot? I made one shot, I made a three, and then I, that was about it. Shots from Gary. Someone also commented, like, yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll do, I, I don't think they're probably not still here, but we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll address their uh, <laughs> comment as part of our game breakdown. But yeah, no, it's, it is a, uh, we're like a fucking mass shoot it. What was it? We're, we're a mass shoot it, man. The whole team's injured. We can't win a game. We're all like playing hurt. It's, just, it's all come apart. Yeah, but you know what? I still show up, man. Fractured you did show ankle. up. You did I'm show still up. Gonna show up. I don't care. 
got a joint from my phone. Can't go down the stairs to the basement. Otherwise, I'd fall on my ass. No one you to break the... But, I mean, everyone don't, else... On the don't ask me if I'm hurt, dog. So. Joaquin said dominate, and we definitely didn't do that. <laughs> didn't even show up. In the second half, that's for sure. Yeah, in the second half. Oh, man. So, uh... I, I think the this. first thing we should address is our all-guard all lineup that made an appearance for... Can, can we... Like, I mean, that was, that was right at the end of the game. Um, yeah. That was an we should. I think we should talk about about the fact that we... That I guess our team, our players, I, would, I should say, have decided that defense is optional. Because um, I don't know what that was. That was the laziest... And, and yes, I know they hit a lot of threes and, you know, coach on the post game said, you know, credit to them. They made a lot of shots. All well, they had to well, do was take like three dribbles and kick it out and everyone was wide open. Yeah, it was well, embarrassing. Both things we can be defense. true that they made some they made some shots. Some of them were tough. Some of uh, most of them were relatively wide open because of late closeouts. And miscommunication. It was almost like exactly what you're saying. It was almost like we were going through the motions of pretending we were defending when we weren't. Like the closeouts were all late. You could see some guy flying out there after it's like it's too late, dude. Yeah. Where are you on the pass? That's when you're supposed to meet him, not on the he's about to release the ball. I'm gonna like make some heroic jump now. And I'm not gonna say, I mean, I saw one player make a shot and whenever you take a shot you, you get back on defense like you're at the top of the key you get back you should be getting back right you know they get an open lay, a wide open layup and he gets mad at or his teammates for not getting back when he should have been back like i don't well, everyone i mean this is exactly what coach i'll talk about for north carolina in terms of you know we're getting beat down up and down the court <laughs> he talked about how it's like a 94 foot um um, I can tell you right now, Cleveland is not who Matt was talking about. But um, um, we talk, it's, it's, he's talking about how it's like a 94 sprint up, four foot sprint up and down the court, and we're losing it down, up and down the court every time. <clears throat> and you saw that a lot. Actually, we cut it to, to two. Obviously, we had that bigger at the end to close it down to a one possession game. But before the, before they built that lead, it was 58-56 or something like or 56-54, something like that. We're down two. Bensley drove in um, in a sort of – it was like a secondary break, got rejected at the rib. Our entire team was standing there watching that play to the point that they blocked it up to the sideline, to the baseline. One of their other players, the only guy who went for the ball, dove into the crowd to save it to another player who was also the only guy that went into the corner to even receive the pass. No Miami player in sight. All five of their – like three of their five players – Blocked the shot, saved it to another player. They're running all over the court. We're just standing there. Like, no one even – if you hustle, they can't save that ball in. If they save it in, you get the ball back. Like, we just – we didn't run. And you can yeah. see, Coach L, like, I mean, we – I paid more attention to that in this game. There's more frequently as, as overtly. Um but after he called them out for not running last couple of games, I was like, these guys aren't running. Like They're just standing around watching the game. It was almost like, oh, we weren't running? Let's take it up a notch. Let's, let's run even less. How do you like that, coach? <laughs> like We stayed in it in the first half and actually had a lead in halftime because we were making more shots. But the, the 
the defense was a problem the entire game. Yeah. Well, let's talk, too, about, like, obviously defense is something, but, like, the inconsistency on offense, too, right? Like, it's like there's never a guy that can consistently have, like, a solid offensive outing. Like, Keyshawn has 16-5 and in the first half, and then in the second half had, like, one assist, and that was, like, it. We also, like, we started the game off, like, 5 for 5, and then I think proceeded to go 0 for 7 or something like that. Yeah, we missed a lot of shots. Yeah. Yeah. But, again, a lot of that is, like, your defense infects your offense, too. When you're lazy defensively and they start hitting shots over you, it gets into your head a little bit. Well, and how many times, too, like, two years ago and two years ago more so because we forced a lot more turnovers. And last year, you know, when we would do these, like, you know, we would hedge these, these ball screens and, like, double. It was actually aggressive, and they would actually take away the first pass, you know. And it would lead to opportunities in transition. It just doesn't happen, like whatsoever, <laughs> anymore. Yeah, and 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 the, the there's just like no communication defensively. No. None. It's imbi- the first play, of the second half. They had the ball like the logo, and the guy just drove it and dunked it. And Norchad's back was to play the whole time. No one shouted yeah, it out. Norchad's guarding his guy. Didn't even turn around. Didn't turn around, and the guy like went right past him and dunked it. And it's just like no one communicated. No one helped off of their guy. Just, just gonna let him drive it and dunk it. Okay. Like, what is this? Yeah. All right, but let's get to what Melissa wanted to talk about, which I, which is also you know related to this comment. So we were down, I believe it was 14, 12 or fourteen, with about seven and yeah. a half minutes left, and then Coach O went small, small. Norch had out. Everyone else was a guard, which worked. <laughs> It did. It did. I mean, we were we were we cut the lead all the way down. We just couldn't take the lead. Um, I mean, Melissa, you wanted to talk about it, so why don't you go first? I mean, I think we both because me and Vish were at the game. Hold on, I'm pulling up the, what the lineup was because it was it was um, Keyshawn Watson, Watson Bensley, mm-hmm. Wugga, Cleveland. Yeah, at some point I tweeted Joe Bay with a spark off the bench. <laughs> it was because he hit a, um, he hit, he hit, that he hit a couple back. threes. Yeah, yeah. no, it was it was the starters, but uh, Watson instead of Norchad. That's what was the that line. Yeah, it was Keyshawn, Benz, Chris, Matt, and Wugga. Um, and after the first, like after like it was like one or two times where Georgia Tech got like easy. Uh, baskets off of our press that we started to like finally figure it out and like force a 10 second call and, and played really good defense. The problem is we got to within like one possession and then we couldn't do anything on offense. Like Keyshawn had that fast break where he attempted to pass the ball to Watson and it was a disaster. He should have just gone up with it. Um, And then even at the end of the game, our last possession, when we were down four, like Ben's dribbles the ball up the court. Like we have all the time in the world. Like you dribble up fast and shoot a three. Like, why are you, why are you taking your time and then passing it? Like we only got 11 seconds left. Like I didn't feel like we had a ton of urgency at the end of the game after we made that run and took too much like time. And we missed aware. how many free throws, like five or six yeah, in the second half. We missed five in the second half. We missed four in a row. All of that was part of the, and this is that whole stretch of, we basically just quit. Like this beginning of the second half, we didn't show up out of the locker room. And we kind of were just going through the motions. I think what the reason the the, the all guards lineup, actually, I guess Jakai's the only guard on the team. So they all not tall players lineup um, did was it forced us to have energy because um, 
we were picking up full court. You can't not run then. We had a couple of breakdowns. He said that one of them was just embarrassingly bad. We literally just inbound the ball and threw, threw, threw it down the court and laid it in. It's just like, what are you guys doing? But um, but I think that did force energy out of us because you're scrambling then defensively. But until that point in the second half, no signs of life. And the free throw shooting was part of that. It was like like Norch had missed a dunk. There was just like there was no focus. It was kind of like, all right, this is happening. Whatever. Georgia Tech started off the second half on a 9-0 run. Yeah, I, I literally, I mean, I was gone for like two, three minutes. And I was like, what the hell happened? I messaged you guys. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was like I said, the first play of the second half was their guy literally received a pass at the logo and just dribbled all the way to the basket and dunked it. Um, the next one was their, their best player, Kelly, who was, fucking taking Keyshawn to school the entire game until we switched. That was another adjustment Al made the last few minutes was he put Wug on him, who defended him much better. Keyshawn was just getting blown by every time. Um, and then backing off and letting dude drop threes in his face. It was just not – it wasn't working. Um, so he got past him and laid it in. Then he hit a three over him. And then it was just like it was – then they had a fast break layup too. So it was – it was – we didn't come out of the locker room. I mean – we were up four to. It's, I mean, it's been that way the whole season. I mean, have have we seen us play a complete forty minute game? No. Late game execution has been a problem the entire season. We've lost a lot of games in the last five minutes because of our lack of execution. And, and for this game, it was pretty much the whole second half. So um, there's some comments in the chat I do want to pull up. I don't know if lazy is the right word. I think we all I think the whole team lacked energy. He's not engaged. We well, well, I don't think anyone is, I don't think anyone is though. Who is actually like commun- they don't even talk on defense. Like what even is this? Yeah. What even is this? Catchphrase. No. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> no, because I mean, and look, that arena was not full. Like you could hear stuff. Yeah. Like we heard the band director. Counting, <laughs> counting to tell of the band play, but we couldn't hear them talk on the court. And like, it's very similar to women's games. There's not a lot big crowd there. You can hear the players calling out defenses, like the screens being set. Like I know our women yell ice when they're setting a screen because I've heard them yell it. There is no communication at all happening, and that's why you're, they're doing layup drills essentially because every it's five one-on-one defenders. There's no team defense being played. Has Cleveland absolved from that? No, but don't, it's the whole team. Like, I don't see anyone out there that's really – I mean, I, I don't understand how we got to this point, but, like, really, the, the team is broken. It's completely broken. Like, there's no there's no communication happening on defense. That's why they get so, so many open looks. And really the only thing that worked was, again, going small and picking up full court, which is just more – it's not actually setting your defense and playing as a team. It's just reacting, <laughs> which we do have athletes, and we kept stealing the ball and stuff. and. And that, that worked better because we weren't having to, like, go against a set offense and, like, correctly hand off dribblers and, you know, rotate correctly because we were completely incapable of doing that. Should we talk about the rotation? Bay was first off the bench. Yeah, I, I guess as we do that, no, we should talk about the rotation. But as we should do that, just keep in mind, we basically made very few fouls in this game. No one had foul trouble, so this was all just – yeah, was we, no, we, 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 we only had one foul in the first half. Norchad had zero. 
I think Keyshawn um, ended up with four because he took a couple of intentional fouls at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end but, he took two. But no one, no one, no one got pulled out for foul troubles. This was just the rotation. Minutes was- wise, minutes wise, uh, Bensley played thirty-eight minutes. He pretty much played the whole game. He sat Yo, for like a minute here and there just for only rest. Point guard. So yeah, Joe played eighteen. He was the most off the bench. We didn't see AJ Casey. Watson had 12, which all came in the second half. Naboko had four, say. which all came in the first half. And yeah, then your Naboko starters played basically at least 30. Norchad had 29, but he didn't play well, he towards benched. the end of the press. Well, he got benched. Mm-hmm. Just deservedly. He checked out. It is what it is. He, we've called up basically every player on this team. and he, yeah. he, I mean, he, everyone he, on this he team lost focus. checked out at some He lost point. focus. Like the missed free throws. Um, mm-hmm. the missed dunk. <laughs> I mean, he just wasn't focused. So, and and I think like Watson only got. It's funny because Watson ended up playing all his minutes. He only got in the game because Wooga got injured. Yep. Otherwise, I don't think yeah. he would have even gotten in the game. And then he actually like did some Played stuff. So halfway he, decent. Yeah. yeah. So he stayed out there. Um, <clears throat> I will say, dude. All right. So. No, like we've criticized Matthew Cleveland for not. You know, stepping up and um, and understanding, like, hey, you're one of the best players in this team. This is your team. You need to lead it at times. Watson, dude, this is not your team. You do not need to. <laughs> when he caught that, because we, because it was, it was, it was a three three point game, and Melissa can attest to this. Um, he catches the ball at the top of the key. He takes like one dribble. And I'm like, oh my god, he's going to try and score. And that was the one where he crossed the guy over, got into the lane, like tried to fade away jumper, which he bricked, which nice move, but he missed because he's he's him. He's not he's Matthew on fast well, the ball well, no. fast break. He, well, I mean that's I'm about to get to <laughs> Vish, that. But Vish about punched a hole through the table. I'm like, really, dude, you pass it to Chris Watson. It's like mm. when we throw an alley oop to AJ Casey, the ball like ends up out of it. I was like, what do you think was gonna happen there? What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. She was going to get up and flush it? Like, what are we doing? Um, and and it was just, I mean, I think his eye... I think he, he thought this was going to be his one shining moment and he was going to win the game. And it's just like, dude, you did like out of all the guys in the court, we had three possessions. It was 76, 73. We got three possessions in a row without them scoring. Watson missed a shot and turned it over on two of those three. Why is the ball going to him? The other one was with Bensley airballed that corner three when he didn't catch it clean and he shot it anyway. Um, that was actually a good possession. Keyshawn drew the whole defense. Nice pass out to the corner. Bensley airballed it. <laughs> what to do with that? But Keyshawn other... looked good in that first half. <laughs> the other two, the ball is goes to Watson. Really, not Bensley, Wooga, Cleveland, Keyshawn going to Watson. Ty Jackson. I'm trying not to say what are we doing, but what are we doing? <laughs> what are we even talking about here? <laughs> We're talking about how we had three shots to tie the game, and two of them ended with the ball with Watson. <sighs> Vish also got really mad at the Michael Nwoko jumper in the first half. Dude. You mean the little high post mid-range throw it up there? 
He doesn't have a jumper. The rib. Why he had a nice little hook shot before that. I was no, like, okay. Look, everyone knows my <laughs> philosophy for open shoot it. There's an asterisk by that. You have to actually be able to shoot a jumper. Like, I have no problem with Joe Bay breaking threes. He made some today, but normally he doesn't. Because, like, they're in rhythm. He's playing on the perimeter. He can make a jump shot. I don't think Nwoko's ever shot a jumper. Like, I'm like, dude, what the hell are you doing? They were just trying to rotate the ball around the perimeter and you shot it? <laughs> like, <laughs> all those things add up, though. Those are wasted possessions. Like, all the little stupid things. You you know, you wonder, Melissa's right. We've had late-game execution problems. But um, those things add up. Those micro fuck-ups throughout the game add up. And then you're like, this is why we're down now. This is why we're scrambling now. And... You can't win like that. You can't make a million mistakes and win. And as we proved it, you can't shoot your way out of the stupidity. Because we shot well, we made it, we scored a bunch of points, and you know what? It wasn't enough. Forty nine have... points in the first half, and we're only up four because you're not doing the other things. And then we, we only scored only five twenty-seven turnovers? in the second. We only had nobody five was in foul trouble. <laughs> only five turnovers. We took 69 shots compared mm -hmm. to their 63. All those steals at the end. Mm -hmm. <coughs> we got out-rebounded. 41 to 34. The shots were not falling in the second half. They weren't. Part of it Part of it is they weren't falling. Part of it is, again, we came out lazy. We didn't have energy on either end of the court. I mean, the quick, like, look, we scored, like I said, we scored 49 points. We were up four at the half. The quickness with which, with which we were all of a sudden down multiple Five. scores. Yeah, it's just like, like that because they came out to play and we didn't. It's it's embarrassing again. Mm -hmm. Need some height. <laughs> we went smaller uh, and it worked. Exactly. But the only reason it worked is because we were so bad in half court defense. It's like, what the hell? Might as well try this. Yeah. I don't even know what to say anymore. I mean, it's it's kind of just like a a broken record. We're kind of pretty much yeah. saying the same we talk thing about the same things over. after every game. Nothing's really changed. Well, I, okay, so and that's why know. you know when we're talking about like what do we want to see in these next few games, it's like well we want to see this, but it's we're it not going to see it. Well, I, let, let's <laughs> let's let's like <clears throat> dig in the like we mentioned like Keyshawn that first half was the best he played in months. Yeah, well, you so, saw I mean, that him. Was, that was good to see. You saw him attacking the rim, but when he was doing that, he was looking, kicking it out, and it got other people involved, right? Because we have a lot of guys that, you know, they can shoot, um, make plays on offense, but like they kind of need someone to set them up, right? And I feel like that's what we've been missing in some of these games. And you know, he provided that in the first half, but then the second half is a different story. No money can make that little sideline jumper like Isaiah Wong could. Yeah, we'll get missed it. <laughs> but 
But I would like again to um, call out the idiots on Twitter calling for Coach L to to move on and get fired or move on. Like, stop being a moron. <laughs> so here's here's what I'll say to that. We we historically we're not a basketball school. We get that, right? I think we all acknowledge that. The idea that we're going to somehow upgrade the coaching position is one of the dumbest fucking things. I've After ever going heard. to the Elite Eight in the Final Four. No, just, just generally speaking, we have, one of the, we have a guy who's about to get inducted into the College Basketball Hall of Fame, and you morons, who do you think is going to come in here and coach this team? It's, it's the added, this job is the added bonus <clears throat> of being in a conference that's really tough but sucks on metrics. So you have to win like 13 conference games, even make the tournament, even though like these teams are just as good as the big 12 ones. Like this is not a good job right now. The fuck is going to take, what do you exactly do you think is going to come in here? That's better than the hall of fame coach we have right now. Seriously idiots. And do you remember what it's like to have actual bad coaching here? Cause I sure as shit do. You know, Frank Haith was here five years. You know what we one year in the ACC, we finished 500. That was our best record when he was here. One year, we got, we got, we got, we've won as many games as we lost. Every other year, we were below 500. And he was better than the guy that was before him. What do you think is going to happen? And the guy that was before him got handed a really, really good team and totally. The day, the day, the day that Coach L chooses to retire which is what which is when he will leave by the way is, is going to be a really sad day it's going to be a great day for him and, but a, sad for career and a bad day for the university of miami basketball yeah because we are going to the only thing we're not sure of is the nature of the step backwards we're going to take is it going to be a small one or a big one but it's going backwards who the fuck do you think you're going to get to come in here and coach this team seriously that's better than him He's like a top five or ten coach in the country. Who's coming in here better in than In the that? country. In the freaking country. He's going like, in the Hall of Fame. Like, what are we doing here? We're the dumbest fucking fans. Dumbassery. I need a dumbassery sign. Wait, what does a whiteboard say? R.I.P. Matt's ankle. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I think people have this like these delusions of grandeur that I don't know who exactly like we're gonna get Hurley from Connecticut to come down here and coach this team and say, like, what do you think is coming in this door? It's gonna be a significantly worse coach. But that's what I said. I was like, who do you think is realistically gonna follow Coach L? What Coach L has done for this program is beyond anything. But Melissa, I'll take it a step farther than that because you know. For example, Jim Morris won national championships at Miami, had mm-hmm. the team in Omaha, but then missed the tournament the last two years. It was clear he needed to – and he retired, and it was clear he needed mm-hmm. to. Coachella is still one of the – we in the Final Four last year. What is wrong with you people? It's not like – it would be one thing if, like, we made the Final Four in 2012 and 2013, and we've been, like, crap for 10 years. We're like, all right. It's, yeah. it's probably time. No, we were in the Final Four last year. 
it's and not the like Elite we, Eight before that. Yeah, it's like we. It's and not nobody like was paying. I mean, we were paying attention, but nobody was paying attention. And then all all of these people out of the woodwork were like, "Oh, well, we made the Final Four last year. Now we're not going to make the tournament. Fire Coachell. The only reason why you're watching is because of Coachell. Go back to watching football if you guys think Coachell should be fired, because honestly, it's literally the most moronic thing ever. All of our mentions, it's, man. It's there's so many people on Twitter talking about it. Like yeah. it's just, I've I've had to hold back because it's, it's <laughs> no, honestly so stupid. No one on the on, in the show chat because again, like when I said people, our fans, well, the people are, watching are, the show are, yeah, are, are, are yeah. actual actual Hurricanes fans that understand the complexity of the situation here and would not yeah. say stuff that stupid. Now I mean, this this uh, I mean my guess is the replacement's probably going to be an assistant that's on the staff right now. Maybe that's Eric Conkle or something yeah. that's like doing well as a, a smaller program, but yeah, I'm, I'm assuming they do have a plan of succession. No, yeah, no, I, no, you're right, you're right. Look, he said, look, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, appreciate this now. He's 75. He ain't gonna be yeah. here that much longer. No, <laughs> I mean, he did just sign another year extension, I believe, last year. Yeah, but it's, it's um, yeah, I mean, he, but if you don't, I mean, the program's thinking them. about it. My assumption would be that Coach L is gonna have a hand in who succeeds him because he's a legend. You obviously are going to take what he has to say to heart and let him be involved, whether he's grooming a successor or not, or if it's going to be somebody else. But I mean, what he's done for this program, anybody who says that he should get fired, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, nobody, I don't care if you're like the best, like John Wooden coming in here with the injuries we've had in the disconnect, John Wooden isn't, isn't making this team better this year. It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, he he's he's potentially someone that might. That's, I mean, there are, that's there, who are, I was there are mention. Yeah. That's that would I, I would love that. I, that's again, that's someone who's been under Coach L knows the program. It, you know, is now getting time somewhere else. I mean, that I as I a head coach two years. Higher. Yeah, he's been yeah. a head coach now, but he's a Coach L. You know. In that Coach L lineage, um, I think that that would be an amazing hire. This is all all hypothetical. I mean, I don't think Coach L is going to go anywhere in the next couple of years. But um, Caputo definitely would be, I think, somebody who would be on that short list for sure. Where is he at right now? George Washington. George Washington, yeah. George Washington. Yeah, we can go say hi to him. uh... Oh, I'd be down. (laughs) I talk to him sometimes. Cue the socks outro. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.